Everyone has opinions. Most of them are trash. Join us each week as we get to the bottom of the heap, sifting through topics ranging from pop culture to Pop-Tarts. In the end, only one trash talker will reign refuse supreme. Disagree? Too bad. Welcome to Your Opinion is Trash. Because it's 20. Tuesday! Tuesday! Tacos. Yesterday was Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the pot the is pot Tuesday. Is Tuesday. <laughs> because all of our listeners listen on the very first moment that it is available. That's true. Mm-hmm. You're right. Just like all four of us. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Your Opinion is Trash. Trash. I'm Natalie. Garbage. Claire's here. Keith's here. AJ is here. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's all the regulars. <laughs> all the regular people. I just want to say uh, I hurt I hurt my neck, and if I do not address you directly, oh, no. I'm sorry. What did you do? I do not know. Is I it think at the I, gym? It could have been at the gym. Um, or you sleep funny? Or I slept funny, but I'm going to yeah, tell people it was from the gym. Say <laughs> that, but know that it was like, probably Does it hurt sleep. to turn? Yeah. Which way? Both ways? Both ways. Oh, no. I'm That's such an appropriate move for a Michael, Michael Keaton, Keaton episode. I was going to say. <laughs> thank you. Okay, Claire beat me to it. I was like, I was like, this is so, this is the perfect episode yeah. for you not to be able to move your neck. Yeah. I hope, I, I hope you actively just turn from the shoulders the entire evening. I might have to. I'm so sorry for racing you to that punchline. <laughs> Do you need a pill? Uh, Perhaps some opioid drugs. <laughs> I have Oxycontin. I was like, do oh you my. need some drugs? No, I don't really, but I do have Advil. Next up, best drugs. <laughs> Next up, who can talk through a muscle relaxer? <laughs> Ooh, that's for the Let me tell you about Beetlejuice. <laughs> um, so yes, if you haven't figured out by all of this commenting, our episode this week is all about what is the best Michael Keaton performance. Man, oh man. Tone. Talk about a performer whose career was up and down yeah. and up again. What? Nah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's been a steady climb to the heavens as far I as yeah. no, I think we can all agree that the late 90s and early 2000s were not Michael Keaton's era. Um, I, I mean, certainly will not agree that. You can, we can all agree to disagree <laughs> with you as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I, uh, I will certainly not agree. Yeah, Michael Keaton... Is great. The Hollywood industrial complex would agree with me. Okay. That's fine. Well, you know what? He used that time to get a really good facelift. and He did have a good facelift. Yeah. yeah. You, you can't deny that. And that's that. not easy to do, nope. Nicole Kidman. I, no. <laughs> Today is a celebration of good male facelifts. Joe Biden became president. Yeah. Michael Keaton. <laughs> Who else has a, who's in another, Michael Douglas? Yeah, yeah I'm sure he, Michael's had oh, some, yeah. some strings pulled. He, he the, looks pretty the good. The guy from the Goo Goo Dolls who looks like an old woman now. Oh, oh my God. goodness, I, yes, the good. He looks 
He looks maybe crazy. No, yes. I saw yeah, him. Or like before. a very regal older woman. Yeah. Like a yes. handsome older woman. Very B. Arthur look. Uh, you know? Yeah. Very he, stern face. Yeah, yes. he looks crazy. And blue lips. Like his lips always look like he's asphyxiating. Yeah. Wow, he's weird looking. Even when he was young, though, he was kind of weird looking. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's definitely maintaining an image that he had already <laughs> sure, put sure, together. Sure, 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 sure. Right, well, best male plastic surgery. Future um, episode. That's later. Um, so, yeah. So, we're talking about Michael Keaton. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Despite what AJ says. I, I prepped believe... a whole thing about the First Wives Club, so... <laughs> I mean, in the in the, are you talking about the nineties that he didn't do anything? I'm talking about the late nineties and early two thousand. Okay, so I late... think AJ is talking about the heyday of Michael Keaton. <laughs> yeah, so the late nineties would be uh, Multiplicity, Jackie Brown, mm. Out of Sight, Jack Frost. Jack Frost. <laughs> Jack Frost. <laughs> I mean, that's a. He was on an episode of The Simpsons, sure. playing a person not Michael Keaton, That's so you good. should be happy. Right, I respect that. He was on an episode Remember of fucking Frasier. Remember Jack Frasier? Frost, he's like a sexy guy in a band who dives? That's so correct. Hot. That is correct. In, in I don't my... want to talk too much about it, because I know somebody picked Jack Frost. <laughs> we watched Jack Frost in, in Spanish, in my Spanish class in high school. <laughs> Did, oh. Like you watched you watched it with it dubbed in yes. Spanish. Oh, so that's brilliant. Funny. Uh, Come say Jack Frost. Yuck! Oh. Yuck! Yuck! Frost. <laughs> I don't think that's it. Well, we're gonna offend that, somebody. Yeah, that's moving not great. on. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I, I thought it'd be fun to walk down that path. Boy, was I wrong? <laughs> so yeah, Michael mm. Keaton. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know who he is, Google will tell you. Mm-hmm. So will Wikipedia. He, or you could listen and learn. Or you can listen, learn. He's a gr- he's he's. I think he's a treasure. <laughs> I mean, he was made a, a lot of films in the late nineties, <laughs> early two thousands. Made a, yeah. a, just a tremendous um, just mark on Hollywood during yeah. that era. <laughs> I mean, let us not forget he dated Courtney Cox for a long time. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh. What? I know. When? Like Friends times? From like no, from like night. Like the late 80s to the mid 90s. Oh, it was like dancing in the dark time. Yeah, like real yeah. cute Courtney Cox. Um, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. yeah, Michael Keaton, he's very famous. He doesn't have an Oscar though, right? No. That one time no. we thought he was going to get an Oscar for Birdman. And then, mm-hmm. Let me Who's tell you, one? if Who you. Um, Eddie Redman. Yes. For playing a transgender person? And or then, for playing. Uh, what's his face? No, uh, the other guy. Okay. Stephen Hawking. Stephen yeah. Hawking. Look, I want I, I want to encourage everyone to go on YouTube and watch the moment that Michael Keaton loses. And it's oh, not it's... because not because I, I relish his losing, because I absolutely wanted him to win. But it is one of the most tragic things. Aww. The camera pans out and you can see him literally inserting an acceptance speech oh. back into his tuxedo. He was sure he was winning that award. Well, I mean <laughs> hubris. I like. I mean, that was like his one chance. He was probably yes. going to win an Oscar, and they gave it to Eddie Redmayne. Well, yeah, and if I recall, he won a bunch of other awards leading up to it, probably. so it only made sense that he, he thought was, he was going to win. Probably. What about our? Um, is yeah. it Michael Keaton who who like moved to Montana and just like lives on a ranch, or is that Rick Moranis? Michael? No, that's Phil Jackson, the basketball. <laughs> oh my god! Coach. Of course. <laughs> 
course, I was thinking of famed basketball coach Phil yes, Jackson. Yes, Phil. You were thinking of Phil the the the, the giant Jackson. I don't think that's what you were thinking of. But silly me and my I'm just always got my head in the net, you know. <laughs> No, doesn't Harrison... No, Harrison Ford lives in Wyoming. The theory of everything. <laughs> that, there it is. That's what it's called. Thank there it you. Is. <laughs> no, he also... He was also very good in Spotlight. I'm just going to talk about movies that none of us picked that are very good that Michael Keaton did. Spotlight was excellent. Oh, yeah. Spotlight. I love Spotlight. He's so good in Spotlight. He's great in The Founder about McDonald's. I have not watched oh, it Oh, yeah. Yet, I haven't he seen that. I should. All the time. He plays Ray Kroc. Yeah. He's also... Oh man, I almost picked this. The other guys, the movie, the other guys with Will Ferrell and I believe Marky, oh, yeah. is it Marky Mark? Yeah, Marky Mark. Because he plays like their captain on, on the on the uh, the police, police force, force. Only speaks in TLC lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> like all of his lines are direct <laughs> lyrics from the band TLC. And I was like, I should pick that, but maybe not. <clears throat> uh, but it's excellent. Anyway. We're going to talk about Michael Keaton. We've already been talking about it for a while. So um, <laughs> For eight minutes. Yeah. What um, a treasure. <laughs> um, Claire, do you want to go first today? You know, <laughs> I, w- I would love to. Great. <laughs> um, let me begin. Oh, no. Claire disappeared. <laughs> oh, am I gone? Deep All right, there. No, you're good. You just took a really deep oh. breath and pause. Yes. It was, it was, oh, it was yes. A pregnant yes, pause. I was... It was dramatic. <laughs> I was collecting myself. That's good. Um, the number of times a given factor appears in the factored form of the equation of a polynomial is called the multiplicity. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm, I am here to ask you what? What is better than one Michael Keaton? Mm-hmm. And the answer is four Michael Keaton. That's uh, math. That is math. That is math. You can't argue with it. I was told there would be no math. <laughs> uh, I, can, I started with math, and math will see me through. <laughs> but you know, I just want to—I just want to remember a simpler time in 1996, the peak of Michael Keaton's career. Uh, yeah, yeah. Back when actors had range. <laughs> They could play masculine or feminine or other. Or, yeah, I was like, wasn't the fourth copy, like, mentally disturbed? You know, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk, I don't want to dwell too much on four. Right. Well, one through three were pretty great. Yeah. Uh, I, here, here's, what, here's what I will say about multiplicity. I know it's not, it's not going to be AJ's favorite Michael Keaton film. But that's why it's okay that we have differing opinions. But we can celebrate them. That's the right. thing is that the character known as Two, who names himself, no, sorry, the character known as Three, who names himself Rico. <laughs> this <is> so funny. <laughs> taught me how to fold uh, aluminum foil perfectly so that when you put leftovers in your fridge, they don't roll around. You gotta do the TTF, the tuck tuck fold. Oh my God. I just like to think of Elizabeth Taylor, a little tuck here, a little fold there. <laughs> no, this is a plastic surgery episode. Oh my God. It's so funny. It's, it's exquisite. I watched just that clip in preparation because it's the only clip I need. Yep. It was what made me fall in love with Michael Keaton. Uh, this was directed by Harold Ramis. R.I.P. Oh, Always a gem. R.I.P. Did he this write was it? His fa- 
No. Oh, okay. This was his follow-up to uh, Groundhog Day, my favorite Michael Shannon film. Naturally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it might be my favorite Michael Shannon film, too. <laughs> uh, it's so good. Uh, good movie. And that's why he brought back South Carolina treasure Andy McDowell. Oh my God. Uh, sure, sure. To play the romantic lead. Also, Eugene Levy plays the, like, slimy, sort of Chicago-ish... <laughs> Uh, pavement sure. pourer sure. that Michael Keaton knows. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, who's the guy who shows up and sees all of the different clones and is like, okay, why don't we go to work? And it's wonderful. Uh, also has Anne Cusack, my, fa- my favorite of the Cusacks. Love She's Anne. only ever been in one other movie and that's A League of Their Own. Right. right. Oh, that's right. This that's is, not true. This I'm sure is she's the sister of John and Joan? Yeah. 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 And didn't yeah. know she existed. Oh yeah, she actually does other things. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she's the one who can't read in a league of their own. Yeah. Oh. Shirley Baker. Shirley Baker. She's um, <laughs> and she's the mom and the boys. Yes. Oh she yeah. Is the mom and the boys. Yep. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. What's oh, the sh- boys? Oh, oh, we're not talking about this right now. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> I'm going to have time um, to explain the boys show. to you. Oh, I did a super I, show. Up, I don't want to talk about it because it's going to upset me. In my defense, a couple of things. I love a screwball science comedy like Inner Space, my favorite film. Sure, sure. <laughs> I also, so Dolly the Sheep was cloned in 1996, the year this film came out. So okay. I think we were all primed for a clone comedy. Yeah, it's topical. Oh, absolutely. It's topical. I, I definitely thought that dealing with like a clone version of myself was going to be part of being an adult. Sure, like there, sure. Was, there was a moment for me where I was like, I'm going to have to do that. And yeah. I've got to I've got to understand how to do that. And Michael Keaton showed me how. You know, you um, know, Sigmund Freud said that if one ever were to actually encounter their exact duplicate in real life, it would be a deeply psychologically traumatic experience. Oh, yes, like the Kafka-esque masterpiece that is multiplicity. <laughs> you said Sigmund Freud, I heard Siegfried and Roy. <laughs> and I was like, Same why? Difference. I was like, why are you quoting? And which one of them was it? Or anyway. was it the tiger? If you ever happen to come upon yourself, <laughs> this is a tiger. Yeah. Anyway. That seems awful. I'd also like to point out that when you Google multiplicity, um, IMDb's most influential films of all time comes up. Wow. Multiplicity is not on that list, but the list comes up. Oh, okay. (laughs) I wonder why. It's like an ad. I think think within the logic of Google, that means somehow they're connected. Uh, the tagline for multiplicity, since I've learned this is something we all value. I kind of is... like it now. I yeah, like it now. No, it's important. Yeah, I, I, I like it too. Um, the tagline is, sometimes to get more out of life, you have to make more of yourself. Oh, my. Oh, my. That sounds like a Siegfried and Roy quote. <laughs> yeah. Now, help me out a little bit, because my memory of this movie is vague. I saw it once when I was a preteen, but like... You got a whole why lot does, of opinions about it. Why <laughs> does... Why does... Who would, who would watch it more than once if it, was, if it was bad? Watch it four times at least. Okay. I, 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 can I repeat? There are four Michael Keatons? There are scenes that are just Michael Keaton and Michael Keaton. And I'm sure and that, Michael Keaton. And I'm sure that the technology was fantastic. But the question is, what happens at the end of the... Does he kill the others? 
Oh gosh, AJ, no. This is a this is a comedy. Well, doesn't he have to hide them from his wife? I'd love to explain it to you. Thank you, please. Um, so at the end, uh, he sort of like loses control uh, after literally all of his clones have sex with Andy McDowell in one night. Um, <laughs> and and then she leaves him, and then he fixes up the house, and she comes back. And then he decides that he's he's he can be man enough for Andy McDowell finally, and he sends them away, and they go and live in Miami and open a pizza restaurant. And they sent there's like a little epilogue where they send him a postcard about how great they're doing, and everyone just thinks they're triplets. Yep. Wow. So he so doesn't everybody kill lives, them, but they open pizza in Miami. All right. You should really yeah. watch this movie. Yeah. yeah. You should watch light. it, AJ. I think you'd like it more than than you think. Perhaps more than 12-year-old AJ did. Probably. It's, uh, it's very body. There's lots of sex. Yeah. <laughs> and Annie McDowell is a piece in the 90s. I mean, she's still a piece. What am I saying? Like, yes. she's a babe. Does she have sex with two of them at the same time? No, but she has sex with all four of them consecutively. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wow. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a Shakespearean bed trick. <laughs> it's exactly it's very shakespearean you should definitely watch it all right uh, the last okay i'm sold when she, has, when she has sex with the last of the four of them it's literally like she sees his erection and goes well okay and that's it wow yeah the the line i remember most from this movie was she touched my peppies yeah <laughs> yeah she again i don't want to talk too much about four but yeah yeah. That was the line we all said at school. Yeah. Yeah. Is, 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 number, is number four the reason why this slightly problematic film probably could not be remade? Oh, it, it should not be remade. Yeah, I don't know. Most things from the yeah. 90s shouldn't be remade. But also, when you've crafted something as perfect as Keaton and Keaton and Keaton and Keaton and Andy <laughs> McDowell, you don't have to go back to that well. Like, yeah. walk away. Claude no. Keaton. Claude Keaton. Come on. Um... Yeah, this is good. Uh, yeah, I I have I have nothing left to defend myself with except that I loved it. I it I think that like Michael Keaton is super sexy in it. Yeah, Michael um, Keaton's a babe. He's a babe kebab. Like still a babe. It also was a babe. Always looks always like he's wearing eyeliner, which is a, a yeah. great quality. Yeah, super eyeliner. Oh, he wears it or he looks like he's wearing. I think he looks like he looks like. I, mean, I, I think, don't I, truly know, but yeah, I think he's just got like a dark lash line. I think that's just. Inherently, what he has, mm. Mm. he yeah. should dark lash line. I love it. I love it. I love to see it. All right, thanks, Claire. Yeah, yeah, but my pleasure. More, the more Keaton, the better. I always say. <laughs> Agreed. AJ, you're next. Well, speaking of Shakespearean bed trick, this is why Uh-oh. we did it. Uh-oh. Oh um, no, this is why we did it. <laughs> AJ, there's no, a, there's a match to the madness. So, you could have right. just picked Beetlejuice. <laughs> I know. I okay. So let I want to explain something. So okay, sure. When when Natalie first said we're doing best Michael Keaton film, I answered with a gut reaction, mm-hmm. which was Jack Frost. <laughs> I, gut reaction, I, Jack Frost. Wow. I answered gut reaction, Jack Frost, because my memory of the film. Mm-hmm. Was that it was so heinously bad, sure. but I was impressed with how committed Michael Keaton was to Hang this. Hang on, you're not kidding. To this utterly terrible no. film. No, this is what he picked at first. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is this is this is why I picked. That's why. Look, 
I have made, I, I, I accept my place in the stratus of the the podcast that I make <laughs> picks that most people hate. So I'm going to just go ahead and live in it. And um, so my... 2021 my, is all about acceptance. Yeah, it is. It's really about just accepting, you know, the place that you forge for yourself. Like so, Oscar the Grouch, <laughs> AJ will live in this trash. I will. Aww. So... I, I was going to pick it. Now, this led me... Now, I famously do not take notes or, or do any, any research. But I really did feel last evening like I was like, okay, uh, AJ, you really haven't seen the movie. You cannot talk about it. Uh, so you need to watch it. So I, last night, I went to watch it. What is it streaming on? Paid two ninety nine to rent it. Three whole dollars. You're never getting back, and I will never get them back. (laughs) That's almost as many as there are Michael Keaton's. Yes, in multiplicity. Three adult hairs. So I went to watch Jack Frost, which, uh, just for the viewers, if who if anyone doesn't know about it, it's basically the story, as Claire said, of a like honky tonk jazz musician who dies. Yeah. And comes back to his son in the form of a magical snowman. Do you know that Jack Frost is like a remake of, a, of mm. an older movie, right? There's, I, there's like many incarnations of this movie, Jack Frost. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah, just. But oh. this one I don't was think, pretty terrible. <laughs> I don't think any of them are good. So, the weirdest thing, though, about Jack Frost and Michael Keaton is that the snowman looks like Michael Keaton. It does. Like, how did they make that snowman look like Michael yeah, Keaton? Yeah, despite this, that, like, no, very... No, that is Michael Keaton. In yeah, the despite this, like, wide-set pole eyes. They still look like Michael Keaton And eyes. a very broad smile, uh, you know. He's just that good. He's yeah. that good. He, when they placed that pork pie hat upon his head, he began mm. to dance around. But... All right, you gotta not talk so much about the thing you didn't pick. <laughs> well, I have very little to say about the thing I okay, did. Okay, great. Super. Love it. So... <laughs> no notes. Anyway, I watched... I watched about 30 minutes of it, and I and I couldn't go any further. It's true. He then texted me and was like, I have to pick something else. <laughs> sure. It's, it was so bad. I can't pick this. It was so bad. I couldn't... I, and it was only like, like an 86... I you now just pick things you hate. That's yeah. your new deal. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's... I, I will say that I do jet, I do try to analyze the topic and say, okay, this is best Michael Keaton performance, this is not best Michael Keaton film. I mean, that's all, that's sure. all on the same. Sure. I, I vastly disagree. <laughs> what about disagree. multiple performances? I, bat- I think that there are, there, are, there are great performances in very mediocre films all the time. Sure. So, anyway, what I asked Natalie was, I said, could I change my pick? She said yes. And I was like, I'm assuming I can't get Batman. She was like, pick again. <laughs> so, <laughs> because Batman would have been my favorite. So whoever says Batman, I agree. Um, but that being said, I did remember, and I my mind went back to this. And this is a very controversial performance. What I'm talking about is Kenneth Branagh's Much Ado <laughs> About <laughs> Nothing, oh. which features Michael King as the Dogberry. fool Dogberry. Yes. Dogberry is the constable. Okay, yes. <laughs> it's like Beetlejuice, uh, but like, like a, I don't, that's the, I don't know what it is. That's what I find fascinating I about it, was that I, I truly believe, and I, I, I stake my claim on this, I truly believe that Michael Keaton was probably a little bit intimidated huh? being in this film. 
Yeah. Right? You're with Kenneth Branagh and you're with Emma Thompson. You're with I mean, these he Jason- was in Multiplicity with <laughs> yes. Andy McDonald. Yes, but um, he's also... And I think that was after this. Though. He's also <laughs> in a Shakespearean comedy with Keanu Reeves. He wasn't the right. lowest common denominator. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. And, but he's, and but I he's, love Keanu, so like... But he's not, he's, he's, not, he's not deeply classically trained actor. So all I think is that he... Simply combined every previous performance he had ever <laughs> sure. given, sure. including oh, Beetlejuice, yeah. including it's Batman. It's like a suicide at the soda at the soda fountain. Yes, <laughs> and I believe that he combined every one of those performances, and what we get is this Dogberry performance, which I will say, <laughs> I think now, Claire, you were screaming, "Oh no!" So, did you think that his performance is terrible in the film? I I didn't. I don't think it's his finest work. Okay. Um, I, I mean, certainly in terms of, like, mass in the film, low, just right. one. Um, <laughs> but um, I I hate to agree with you because that doesn't feel like uh, on brand. Sure. I, <laughs> I do think that Michael Keaton does an exquisite job of, like, taking Dogberry, which is a tricky character to play, and he, like, does something with it, and it's batshit insane, he but does. it's it's... Fun to watch, and he adds something to that movie which is not fun to watch. Yeah, um, except to look at so, Keanu Reeves and Denzel, mm-hmm. ooh, who played and brothers. Emma and <sighs> Kenneth. I mean, there's good-looking folk. Yeah, but oh, and Sean Patrick uh, Leonard. Mm-hmm. And, oh, so I'm, so I'm, so what I'm saying ultimately is that the fools, as any actor knows in Shakespeare, are, are the hardest. Fun. They're the but they're the hardest roles to pull off Very because difficult. so so much of the jokes are malapropisms and 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 well, antiquated humor, is, humor that yeah. is, doesn't read any. More. So I will give him credit for pulling it off. I think it was Dogberry is a combination of every previous Michael <laughs> Keaton film performance put into a blender and thrown at Shakespeare. Sure. And you know what? If this, if, like I said, I, I, I don't have a lot of skin in the game here. I changed my pick. But <laughs> I would recommend that people revisit the film because I think it's one of the better Shakespeare adaptations on film. And I, I know Keanu Reeves' performance hey. is dreadful. Hey, better it's than dreadful. Oh? You leave Keanu alone. <laughs> He's a wonderful, nice man. He's very yes. good in a lot of films. Yes. Not that one. No, it was, um, that was a tough one. <laughs> I'm so curious as to how he ended up in that. Do you think he went to Kenneth, or do you think Kenneth was like, you know what, let's just get Keanu, let's just see if we can get Keanu. I have a feeling that Kenneth Branagh was probably thinking that Keanu Reeves, he probably went more for the look. Because he does have a great look in the film. He looks like you would imagine Don John. Yeah, he's he's like sexy, dark, swarthy, uh, brooding. He just cannot speak. Yeah, no. <laughs> Which is a problem in a Shakespeare. Yeah, it's, uh, it's rough in a Shakespeare. You can get by another genre. You can get by yeah. plenty of other things, but you got to be able to speak. Yeah. So agreed. My money's on Keaton. <laughs> I, I I guess my my gut reaction was, if you're gonna choose Dogberry, why wouldn't you choose Beetlejuice? That's where I was coming from because I feel like Beetlejuice. Is a more tailored performance. <laughs> oh, I, oh, there's, there's I less 
Honestly, screen time for Beetlejuice also. I agree. And well, I'll be honest, true. I assume someone picked Beetlejuice. Well, I guess you'll just have to wait for the last I, one. I will. Yeah. With bated breath. <laughs> I, uh, I had never seen uh, the Kenneth Branagh Much Ado, and then my lovely wife showed it to me on DVD. My she God. owns it. Ooh. Yes, I own it as well on DVD. And uh, Ooh, we, bonus features. We watched it years ago, and she was like, wait, is see who Dogberry is? I, I, I had no idea who, yeah. who was in this. And yeah, I mean, Keaton comes on. Well, at one point, he, he falls asleep and wakes himself up with his own fart. Yes. yes. I mean, like, that's brilliant. Yeah. And then just the way he says, Baraccio. Yeah. Like, it's... Yeah. And he does that thing where they ride they ride fake bullshit horses, like yeah. in, like in yes. this uh, Monty Python and the Holy yeah. Grail. Very funny. It's yep, very that's funny. very good. Yeah. He, he, he's a good actor. I'm not going to argue against that. No, he's a very good actor. Keith, do you want to open your beer so you can drink it? Uh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's, let's pop it. Let's pop her open. And now a word from our sponsor. Beer. Ah. Beer. Mmm. <laughs> Can you not turn your head? Try beer on for size. Mm. It'll make you feel better or worse the next day. Just tip your head back from the lower waist. That will help the beer go down the gullet. Oh man. Literally oh. every time I wear a scarf, I pretend like I'm Michael Keaton in Batman. Every single time. Sure. It's my favorite joke. Sure. All right, well, I'm going to go next because oh. I picked Michael Keaton in Batman. All right. <laughs> returns? I won't argue that. I will apply Batman it. Returns. Oh, yes. Specifically Returns? Specifically Returns. Specifically Returns. You know what? I I'm think so it was glad. a more layered performance. Interesting. Batman Returns is the better Batman of the Keaton era, I believe. Okay. Of course, everybody this is, agrees. This is a hill I will die on. <laughs> and it's a Christmas film. And it's a fucking Christmas movie. <laughs> Oh, that's right. It's yeah, a Christmas, Christmas, Christmas movie. And this is a hill I will die on. My goodness. This... I think, of course. Who would argue against you? Keith would. For what? <gasps> Which Batman's better? One or two? Yeah. Um, you think it's one. It's okay. I think it's one. It's I okay. It's one. I'm fine with that. But... I like the film, the first film. But the performance in number two is great. Keith's I will better. say that. Keith, we get the what do you hate? Dog? Giant ducks? The penguin? <laughs> Catwoman? Catwoman? <laughs> Batman Returns. Christopher Walken? <laughs> For all of these reasons, this is why Batman Returns is a better film. Um, it came out in 1992. They were very, very adamant about not doing a direct sequel to this movie. Tim Burton did not want to do it. Michael Keaton did not want to do a sequel. They were very adamant about not doing a sequel. And then they were told, you don't have to do a direct sequel. You can just kind of do whatever the fuck you want to do, Tim Burton. And he was like, game on, let's go. It was a big deal. Also, more point. of that in movies, please. Yeah, and I, thank you. Agreed. What, what, is, what, would be a di- what is the definition of a direct sequel? Like where Batman's like, like going to get married to Vicky Vale. And yeah. like, we're going to still talk about the Joker. Yeah. And these sort like it's a okay. direct sequel into the second one. Oh, that's true. Vicky Vale goes the hell away. Yeah. Kim Basinger's <laughs> no like, not when you've got to show. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they were very like anti doing that and then they were like you can do whatever you want to do and they are like great we'll do it um, and both of them have gone on record saying that this movie was way more fun to film than the first one and they had a much better time doing this one than the first one because Michael Keaton specifically said that this version of Batman spoke more to him for whatever the fuck yes. reason that is it um, was at Christmas sure he also <laughs> Frost. this is <laughs> Um, the Jack Frost is obviously more <laughs> Yes. This is the first live action Batman movie to use computer generated visual effects. Wow. Yeah, love of the city. Uh, the, the Batmobile is computer generated oh, at one point. There's just a whole bunch yep. of things that are. Um, Ooh. And it is the only Batman of the Burton Schumacher Batmans 
that does not include a Batman, like, a Bruce Wayne flashback, which uh-huh. is the thing I most appreciate about a Batman movie, because you know what I don't need in a Batman movie? You telling me how he became Batman, sure, you sure. telling me how his parents died, yeah. you showing yeah. me how his parents were murdered. I don't need that. It's in every movie. We all know. Why did you say stop, that name? Stop putting it in movies. <laughs> Christopher Nolan. Um, how does, his, how hate, does he become? I hate you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but we do get we do get the origin story of the penguin. Very. But we open this yeah. one with the origin story of the penguin, which is My his father is is Pee Wee Herman. Yes. So yes. fucking great. It's a good <laughs> and they throw him away. That's and they just the throw. The well, first they're keeping him in a cage, and he like eats the fucking cat. And then all oh, right, the elves. So yeah, this is a direct sequel to Pee Wee's Big Adventure. It is completely. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then they seemingly just throw him in the sewer, mm-hmm. and he lives with penguins. Um, it was almost given an R rating because this movie is fucking creepy. Yeah, it's gross. It's yes. terrifying. Like scary. it's terrifying. Specifically, Danny DeVito is horrifying in Horrible. this movie, yeah. and like very gross and disgustingly yeah. sexual and just gross. Like at yeah. one point, Danny DeVito says, "I'd like to fill her void," and I went like mm-hmm. audibly was like, "Ew!" When I rewatched this movie the other week, sure. Um, Danny DeVito just shows up and he does Danny DeVito, man. He yeah. oh, he's I mean, he's amazing in the movie. But I fully believe that Keaton and I can talk about this for days about how I think Michael Keaton is the best Batman of all time. Um, Accurate, because I think he is a very handsome and like makes an excellent Bruce Wayne. He's very good at Bruce Wayne. He's very sarcastic. He's very dry. He's very, like, just very, very good at playing a playboy billionaire. In my opinion, I think he's excellent. But he's also very good at the Batman part. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's hard to find a person who can do both convincingly and well, I believe. Not Clooney. It's not Clooney. Clooney is a better Bruce Wayne. (laughs) And I believe Val Kilmer is a better Batman. But yeah. they are not good at their other parts. Yeah. That's just me. That's I think Kilmer Michael... gets close, actually. Kilmer's not my least favorite. Yeah. We can talk about it another time. Yeah. I don't, mean to do I don't want to talk about who my least favorite Batman is. Because it's <laughs> Christian Bale. Oh, I disagree. <laughs> you can do that all you want. You also like Christopher Nolan movies, That's, which I, love I mostly don't. Best Nolan movie, future episode. Oh. I'll sit out forever. End of the pod. So, also, Michael Keaton doesn't show up in this movie for about 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then he doesn't say anything to, like, the 17-minute mark. And it's just one word. And then he doesn't show up again for about 30 minutes. (laughs) So, like, he's really not in the very beginning of this movie. This movie is also fully over two hours long. It's very long. So I guess what you would say is it's less of a Keaton movie than, say, a movie that has four Keatons You might say that. Um, Okay, just just hypothetically. But I also love him in this movie because he has such, like, a a good thing going with Catwoman. Mm -hmm. Like, they're so, like... Hot, hot and sexy for each other, and that that moment when they realize who they are with each other, when they make the stupid oh. mistletoe thing, mm-hmm. and they realize God. they're just yeah, he's great. All the when he, when he fights her like the first time, and he just says eat floor, and he just slams <laughs> her face in the floor. Yeah. He's full of very good quotes. Also, like eat floor is one of my favorite. Um, and when she says life's a bitch, now so am I. My God, mm-hmm. such a good quote. 
Um, also in like when they meet Christopher Walken is also horrifying and Tim Burton did not want to put him in the movie because they and they were like why not he's like I don't like him he scares me (laughs) (laughs) too scary he scares Tim Burton that is that's (laughs) aggressive Um, but my but I think my favorite little like rat-a-tat-tat that they have at the beginning when they're in like the Shrek building or whatever and she's he bat uh bruce wayne says he's like i can make time and she's like i'm listed and he's like i'm tempted she's like i'm working and he's like i'm leaving and the like elevator is closing on him it's yep it's he's got excellent comedic timing in this movie also for a movie that's not really funny but he's so good he's just got great timing period he's got great timing period that is one of his strengths so he's batman this is why this he's the, the best thing he's ever done is batman um I... Well, he's one of the only Batmans that you see in this film take off well, the he... mask. Yeah, he rips it all the way off. Yeah. They, it gets ripped yeah. all the way off. And That's a Chris... very cool scene. And Christopher Walken goes, Bruce Wayne, why are you dressed up like Batman? And Michelle Pfeiffer's like, because he's Batman! <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Definitely my favorite Michelle Pfeiffer vehicle. Oh, and there are a few. She's excellent in that this. Costume. I mean... Everything about ugh, this movie is so great. I just, I think it's great. It's probably my favorite Batman movie. Um, I, mean, I also remember seeing her Catwoman costume like on display. I don't remember what the was that a um, Planet Hollywood? I would, I would, yeah, I would, it was absolutely while you were eating a terrible cheeseburger at a Planet. Not the Planet Hollywood, like the great movie ride or something. Although, related, the one and only time I went to a Planet Hollywood, we were seated next to, like, one of the heads from Beetlejuice, and it really put me off of my giant burger. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. I'm no longer hungry for this terrible hamburger. Um, But I remember seeing her Catwoman, like, catsuit, and it being the smallest thing I'd ever seen. Well, she had to be shockingly tiny. into it every time they put it on her. Yeah. And they said that it was so tight that she couldn't hear herself talk. And so oh. she would just be yelling, and Tim Burton was like, you gotta be quiet, you're just screaming lines at us. Oh my like, God. you need to just talk like a normal person, but well, she yeah, can't hear That is a level of skinniness I can't even imagine. Yeah, she couldn't hear herself because it was so tight on her body, and she's like, <laughs> she has like many times been like, I never ever want to see that costume ever again. I think my... Um, Jesus. I agree Batman Returns is great. My bias probably lies in the fact that I, I was supremely, like, grossed out and, like, scared by the movie as a kid. Sure. It's it was so, disgusting. It was so much darker than the first one. It's way darker. I was very afraid of the Penguin because I, like, loved Catwoman as a kid. So my parents took me to see it, and I remember being horrified. Yeah, this movie should probably be a hard R. Like, there's no reason that it shouldn't be. It's gross and creepy he's, like, and scary. He's, like, oozing, like, he's, black out he's of his mouth. He's drooling black the whole time. Yeah. And like, it's gross. and I remember like my, I think my mom even asking me like if I was okay because we went to go see it at the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, I don't, know, I don't like this. Like, yeah. like, where's the Prince music? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I remember my brother Jack Nicholson dancing around and dipping statues. Yeah, there's no Prince music, but they do use um, "She's a Super Freak" at one point in the. Um, oh movie. yeah. So this is. I distinctly remember my brother asking me if I was okay, and then I just turned to him and I said, "Is Catwoman there yet?" Because I just wasn't watching <laughs> yeah. it. I was so scared. <laughs> So yeah, this is the best uh, Michael Keaton because it's Batman and Batman is the best and he's a superhero and he's better than all the other ones including <laughs> Christian Bale. <laughs> um, I think we should discuss that on a later pod. Sure. Like, I'm gonna, this is what I'm going to die on. I'm gonna it talk is about worth this. noting that I think that in the new movie that they're making With Rob Pattinson? Yeah. Isn't the Penguin a character? Yeah, yeah it's, it's Colin, Colin Farrell. Farrell. Oh, okay. 
I wonder yeah, what? what I I wonder what I wonder what that version of the penguin will amount to. Oh, I knew that. I knew that. I yeah, haven't photos. you seen? Fo- you I just seen remember. photos of him looking no. disgusting. Oh, I'll show you some photos of him. Does he it's look like penguin like Killian Murphy? Just more Killian no. Murphy, please. Oh. It's um. Also, you know who's the worst Batman? Who? Ben Affleck. And I never even saw it. Why did you say that name? Good for all of you. I'll just keep saying it. Good for all of you. That's what you said earlier, Claire? I didn't know what you were saying. (laughs) I do plan to see the Robert Pattinson one. That one looks cool. All right. That's all I have to say because he's Batman and it's the best. (sighs) Keith, you can go. All right. This is set up quite nicely for me. You're welcome. Um, Did you do Batman one? (laughs) (laughs) No samesies. (laughs) <laughs> Damn it, I'm foiled, foiled again. Um, so, as we all know, all of Michael Keaton's work, except for Jack Frost, is wonderful. <laughs> but only one role spawned an animated television series. True. Video oh, games. Okay. True. Mm-hmm. And a 2018 stage musical. <laughs> also true. Because Beetlejuice. All right, there it is. May be the 10th uh, brightest star in the night sky, but it's the brightest and best Michael Keaton performance. Fair. Okay, you you definitely win intro. Thank you, thank you. I try, I try to win the Keith intro. Keith always wins the intro. Yes, I, I, I came in with math, but you came in with space. <laughs> That's how we do it here. We're very heady here on the pod. I usually come in with qualifiers. <laughs> I like Let the me pod, tell you why my so book is bad, but why I'm going to defend it anyway. <laughs> So, the, uh, the 1988 Tim Burton Nightmare it features... Was on, it was on today when I turned my TV on. I was thrilled. It should always be on. It features many iconic Keaton moments, which we will discuss in great detail <laughs> shortly. But perhaps my favorite fact about this film is how little screen time Keaton actually has in the movie named after his character. Any guesses? Uh, well, I know, so okay. I'm not saying... Uh, okay, sir. let me guess. It's so, an hour and a half long. I was going to say, how long is old? Then I would say... To 28 minutes. Claire? I would like to say uh, 14 minutes. In between, he's in the movie for 17 and a half minutes. Damn. So Harry Belafonte, that shit is bananas. <laughs> wow. So I guess, I guess what you would hypothetically say is that he's in less of this movie than, say, a film where he plays four characters true. that all share the screen. Yes. That's true, because his, his multiplicity is multiplied by, you know, if he's on screen with each other, I think that's times that's, four. That's, yes, like a yeah, one-minute scene to the power is, is of four Kim. minutes. I believe it might be multiplied, yes. yes. <laughs> um, so about, uh, and I'm not going to go to the plot of Beetlejuice. Well, maybe I will a little bit. Beetlejuice is wonderful, it's, by the way. Uh, oh, yeah. In case yeah, anybody's true. wondering. Um, tremendous cast. Uh, uh, it is one of my favorite movies of all time. <laughs> so about ten minutes in, we get our first uh, glimpse, sort of, of the afterlife, afterlife's leading bioexorcist. Um, he's like reading the uh, reading the newspaper, and he's like, "Damn, sandworms, thirteen uh, percent." And then he reads, goes to the obituary, goes to, goes to the obituaries, and sees the Maitlands uh, look nice and stupid too. <laughs> So the, the voice is a major component of, of Beetlejuice. Like, this is not Mr. Mom here. This is this is something that... <laughs> Another <laughs> excellent. excellent Michael Keaton movie. Cool. I, I 100% like can't believe you're not doing Mr. Mom. Well, I really thought that's what was happening. I thought about it. Uh, if he'd worn a little more makeup, um, like he does in Beetlejuice, maybe. But John Hughes. But you're just, like, Mr. not Mom. into gender norms, and I, I like that about you. That's how I roll, you know? Um, yeah. We get our first Beetlejuice laugh there. <laughs> 
It's hard to do. Um, and then... Uh, 20... <laughs> Which is why that musical is insane to me that that man, Alex Brightman, could do that voice eight mm. times a week for, what, three hours a show? Like, that voice is insane. It is. There's even like... a line in the show where he's like, yes, yeah. I do this eight times a week and I yeah. sound like this. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the. Have you all seen the musicale? I have not. No, I never saw it. I just listened. Oh. I've listened to the recording of it, and like he's talked about how it's really hard to like do that. How he had to like specifically train to be able to do oh, the Beetle, yeah. Beetlejuice voice. It's a pretty catchy. Yeah, you're not score. born Keaton. You become Keaton. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Uh, around the 25 minute mark, we see Beetle Geist for the first time. Uh, that's a commercial <laughs> advertising his services. He's a cowboy for some <laughs> for some reason. unbeknownst uh, reason. <laughs> and, because uh, cowboys sell. Everybody knows. Oh, that. Of course, yeah. Uh, and then he's he's got this little like uh, you jingle. know jingle of the I'll eat anything you won't be eating. I'll swallow anything you won't be swallowing. So come on down. I'll chew on a dog. Like it's <laughs> fucking nuts. Uh, and then like they don't talk about him again for a while. And then a few scenes later, Beetlejuice uh, courses a fly to come his way. He's in the model now. With a candy bar, and he fucking eats it. We get a nice fly reference. Help yeah. me, help me! Now, see, this moment, <laughs> along with the snake attack later, terrifying, and, and the sculptures coming to life, genuinely upset me as a child. Like, yeah, I was freaked uh, this, out. The snake, sandworms? The, the stairwell, Forget about it. the sandworms were creepy, and the stairwell snake, mm-hmm. ugh, I don't like that. Oh, yes! Yeah. When, like, Catherine O'Hara puts her hands on it, then it turns into the yep. snake that moves, and those ugly, disgusting I snakes. also have, I have no desire to see the, the shrimp hand, the, like, shrimp cocktails <laughs> yeah. that become hands. I love the shrimp I hated hands. that part. Oh, yeah. Uh, I love that whole scene, and then I'd oh, have yeah. to, like, close my eyes at the end, because yeah. I hated those freaking hands. This, I believe, is, um, is all part of the... the the, the original script was apparently way more dark and way more like creepy than, than when Tim Burton kind of took over and was like, we should make a, we should have some jokes, right? <laughs> uh, so those three Nobody moments to watch this. fall into that portion. It's uh, really rough when Tim Burton shows up and is like, it's a little weird. Let's just do some jokes. <laughs> yeah, it's a little dark and Christopher Walken scares me. <laughs> it's not until 45 minutes into the movie we get the full... Um, Beetlemire, as Alec Baldwin refers to him at one point. Oh, that's right. Oh, and hot, hot Alec Baldwin. Hot young yes, Alec such, Baldwin. Such a sweet little babe. Oh in that plaid plaid shirt. And those tight khakis. The, um, yep. uh, the Maitlands say his name three times, enter the model, and they start digging. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> Beetlejuice flies out of the grave. The, mo- the movie's energy completely shifts. He's like 110 miles per hour. He's very sexually aggressive. Yeah, um, he has a, he has the best react. So he's like he's he's a pervert, obviously, and like he has a stick and he's lifting up Gina Davis's okay. skirt. And his reaction to Alec Baldwin being upset about that is like one of the funniest things in the movie because he's like, hey, and he goes, what? And like he's he doesn't understand why he's mad that he's just like way overreact under his wife's stress. Um, there's, uh, there's so many quotes. Uh, Learn to throw your voice. Pull your friends. Fun at parties. Uh, they ask for his qualifications. And he, oh yes, I attended Juilliard. And like he has this. And he has like this. He has this Keaton moment where he just sounds like Michael Keaton. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, he saw The Exorcist a thousand times, and it gets funnier every damn time. Um, and then of course he invites them in. Hope you like Italian. It's uh, probably my favorite um, line in the movie. They leave, um, and then the line that got me in trouble a ton as a kid, nice fucking model, and he grabs his nuts. <laughs> Movie's rated PG, y'all. And they have the they, F word in it. And they get a fuck in there, wow. Yeah. 
The, the 80s were wild. wild. It was a different time. The no. 80s were wild. Probably because it was an adjective. <laughs> and not the verb. Right. It's That's fine it. if it's an adjective. Yeah. Oh. And continuing with our PG theme, um, you know, he shows up. There's a whorehouse in the middle of the uh, yeah. in the model. Um, the Dante's Inferno girls give us some solid Keaton shuffling. Yeah. Of what's going on there? <laughs> he's got all the spikes coming out of him when yeah. he's doing it. Oh, oh, yeah, because yeah, he's horny. Yeah, because yeah. he's horny. Do you see? Um, the charade sequence with Lydia is very oh, funny it's very the first good. time they meet. Um, he's like, very good. He's very good at charades. I remember seeing that and being like, it's Beetlejuice. Beetle breakfast, beetle fruit. Beetle breakfast. Beetle orange, beetle drink. All right, uh, now, of course, it's the moment in the movie when fucking Maxie Dean comes over. Oh my over. god, Maxie Dean. Robert Goulet shows up. Yeah, why is it Robert Goulet? Like, it doesn't make because, any sense. Because it Goulet wouldn't make huge. sense if it were anybody but Goulet. Yeah. Oh, he's perfect. Um, Otho fucks up and he's telling the Maitlands again. Ugh. Lydia's now out of options, heads over to the model, and Keaton gives the most dramatic head turn in cinematic history. <laughs> Whilst donning the iconic black and white striped suit, oh. striped suit, too many beers. Too many beers. Um, <laughs> sure, I can help him. You gotta help me. Um, she says his name three times. You get the classic. It's showtime. I mean, yeah. that's like it's a really good gift. Oh my god, it's a great gift. Um, Beetlejuice disposes of Goulet, um, and he's, he says, "Thank you. That is why I do not do two shows a night anymore, babe. I won't do them." Um, Chases down the not so fast round boy. We're gonna have some laughs. Round boy. He calls him round boy. It's the best. Aww. And he puts him in that polyester, polyester suit. Which is which of yeah. course is like it's Otho's nightmare. Yeah. To be in this polyester suit. Also though, when the Maitlands were like all shriveled up and dying, that really upset me as a child. Like that, I was like, so I don't upsetting. care. I don't care for this part of the movie. And her like feet and like hands started like. I was like, mm, oh my god, yeah, and she's got that those like sad Gina Davis eyes within that shriveling skeleton. <laughs> yeah, and oh. the highest of cheekbones. It's horrifying. Yes, <laughs> and she's nine feet tall. Yeah, at it's, least it's scary. Um, of course, he reveals his plan to wed Lydia. That like comes out of fucking nowhere. Yep. Uh, frantic wedding is sorted by the revived Maitlands, and Beetlejuice, of course, is disposed by one of the sandworm by the sandworm writing Gina Davis. Yeah. So thank God. Um, Keaton was not the first choice. Mm. This I this was fascinating. But rather, of course, when you think Michael Keaton, you think Sammy Davis Jr. What? <laughs> yeah. Which would have been different. <laughs> it's showtime. Uh, Burton, that was my I, Sammy Davis. I am bad. struck dumb by this. <laughs> you didn't know this? You didn't know this? No, no I didn't know this. And this is one of the I few things have I do, do know about Beetlejuice. No, that's there's, crazy. There's no exact... I mean, there's probably a book out there somewhere, but I'm not going to read a fucking book. Um, <laughs> But yeah, apparently David Like Geffen, a novelization? I'll read a novelization. Sure, sure. Something, a graphic novel perhaps. But yeah, David Geffen, the producer, is like, how about, how about Michael Keaton? Um, and that worked out. Of course, they made another movie in 1989 together that made a little money. Um, Batman. Yeah. Um, Can I ask a question that you might not know the answer to? Were there other people in between or were there two options and one was Sammy Davis Jr. and one was Michael Keaton? I did extensive research on the Wikipedia page for, for Beetlejuice. And those uh -huh, were the only good. two actors mentioned. So, so yes. So yes. Those were the only options. <laughs> no it. one else could play it. Um, wow. I have a quick quote here by Michael Keaton on the character. He said, I wanted him to be pure electricity. That's why the hair just sticks out. Um, at my house, I started creating a walk and a voice. I got some teeth. 
I wanted to be scary in the look and then use the voice to add a dash of goofiness that in a way would make it even scarier. I wanted something kind of moldy to it too. Yeah. Tim had the striped suit idea and we added the big eyes. I think the movie will go on forever because it's 100% original. Yeah. Roger Ebert was critical of the performance. Of course. Naturally. Calling Keaton unrecognizable behind pounds of makeup. Makeup, which just so happened to win an Academy Award. Yeah, Roger up. Ebert. Um, so, again, more quotes. Uh, let's turn on the juice and see what shakes loose. <laughs> <laughs> we come for your daughter, Chuck. That's what the snake says. Um, uh, you, gotta, you gotta love, go ahead and make my millennium. Uh, um, and then I just love when he's, he's just like tanning. At the whorehouse? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like so cash when uh, when uh, Winona Ryder comes over and he just says, I'm the ghost of the most, babe. <laughs> um, so I have, is, is Beetlejuice an entirely original film? Mm-hmm. Or was it, it's not based on any book, any... Mm-mm. No. No, it's, it's, these, just be, it's just you gotta You gotta give it credit. They don't make movies like that. No. It's a masterpiece. They don't make classic. original movies that take risks like that anymore. Period. The, Correct. I, 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 I also feel like it's my favorite Winona Ryder. I know that's that's a bold statement, and I love no, Welcome to Ryder. That seems good. I But I, she's so good as just like a despondent teen. Yeah. I myself am. Strange and Strange unusual. Strange and unusual. I may prefer Welcome Home, Roxy Carmichael, but... <laughs> oh, Which is so good. The second time we've mentioned this movie on this podcast. Friend of the Jeff pod, Daniels. Roxy Carmichael. <laughs> yeah. No, no, she's, she's wonderful. Um, yeah, you know, she, she, does, she doesn't care about this. She looks so young. Too. Oh. She's a baby in this movie. Goodness. I mean, y'all, Catherine O'Hara is like 33 in this movie. <laughs> That's true. Catherine O'Hara, my God. Uh, no, no, right. Younger than me. No, she's probably in 16 or 17 oh, in this movie. <laughs> um, we got to talk about tagline for a second. Uh, the poster tagline was In this house, if you've seen one ghost, you haven't seen them all. There it is. Oh. Um, that's good. There are a couple other ones. He's guaranteed to put some life in your afterlife. Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> say it once, say it twice, but we dare you to say it three times. Oh, How would anyone know? Say it thrice. Yeah. You dare it to say it thrice. You missed the yeah, opportunity. Say it thrice. Guys. The name Come and laughter on. from the hereafter. They should have stuck with the first tagline. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, it's the voice. It's the, the characterization. Yeah, I know he's wearing a lot of makeup, Roger Ebert, RIP, but like... It's, Who cares? Uh, it's, it's a completely unrecognizable thing, and uh, I just think it's wonderful. I, I do not get tired of watching it. No. And it's my... It's, it's Pete Keaton for me. I love Batman. I love Birdman. I love all the mans. <laughs> all, <Yeah>. the men. <laughs> all the men. All the men. And, um, McDonald Man. Uh, yeah, love the Rock man. Multiplicity Man. Multiplicity Man. Uh, the founder is very good. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Beetlejuice for me, 1988. Spotlight Man. Yeah. <laughs> I do think I would be remiss if I did not bring up that known child predator, Jeffrey Jones. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. I didn't know if we could get through it. Jeffrey Jones. Friend of the pod of 1980s film lore, Jeffrey Jones. Like I promised on on an earlier episode, I'll save Jeffrey Jones to the end. Yeah, always. Maxie Dean is coming up here. (laughs) Charles. His name is Maxie Dean. Fucking That's Maxie Dean. That's such a good name. It's 1988. And what's the other, and the other guy who's, oh, oh fuck, what's his name? Um, hold on, let me look it Dick up. Dick Cabot? That, yeah, yeah, fucking Dick Cabot is in this movie. Mm. Delia, you are a flake. flake. You've, You've always been, been a flake. flake. <laughs> it's just a really good movie. I mean, I can talk about the movie for an hour. Sure, for days and days um, and days. But he's only in it for fucking 17 minutes. Yeah. And he's great. Which blows my mind. Was it? Really was he good. nominated he for any awards? No. 
Uh, the uh, uh, makeup. What's that? The oh, makeup. The makeup. Was makeup. And then um, Juno, your caseworker. Uh, she oh. won a Saturn Award. The uh, the the old actress who played Juno. Oh, that's nice. nice. Oh, with her like slit with, throat. That's so creepy. With the so, smoke. And the smoke, and she's smoking, and it comes out. Oh, so good. Don't say And all those football players are in there being like, Coach, Coach, Coach what's going on? I the crash. That's Featherstone <laughs> from uh, Necessary Roughness. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, and then they get to sing. Nice. Um, and then they sing at the end. The singing mm-hmm. at the end with the levitation is the best part of the whole movie. Did anybody watch the cartoon? Yes. yes. I was a yes. big fan of the cartoon. Yeah. yeah. I was obsessed they with They were the like cartoon. best buds and they went to the netherworld all, all the, the time. time. All the time. <laughs> like <laughs> daily. It was so happy. It was yeah. Which thing. truly was what Lydia wanted. Yeah. So it felt like we were living in a universe where young girls get what they want. Yeah. What a nice thing that was. Nice. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, the 90s were different. Yeah, they were. Um, this is great. Oh, I man. love Beetlejuice. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good movie. I love, as Claire would say, Ketone. He was great. So this was great. I can't believe you already picked Birdman. I thought about what it. What a weird podcast we have. But I settled with Dogberry. <laughs> it's, but it's called Your Opinion is Trash. That's I feel true. like you're on so brand. That's fine. That's true. And it's like, Birdman is a very good movie. Do I want to watch it all the time? Mm. No. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Mm. You'd rather watch Much Ado About Nothing over and over that. and over again. <laughs> I didn't pick that. I, um, Much Ado About Nothing is a delightful Shakespearean you adaptation. You just wanted to pick a Shakespeare movie. I have uh, I have Birdman on DVD only because it was in that weird moment of time where like it was after it was in movie theaters, but before, before anything streaming. was streaming. Yeah. So I went to like Best Buy and bought it for like twelve dollars. Wow, so. that's hilarious. Birdman. Yeah. Wow. That yeah. movie's yeah. very good. It's great. It's great. It's, it's really very excellent. good. Solid cast. Yeah, but no. Michael Heaton's Batman, yeah. He is Batman. He's the Batman I grew up with, which you, is why I love him yeah. the most. Do you think he'll win another Academy Award? No. No, no I think it's his, done? I think his one shot was Birdman and they gave it to I him. I don't know. Batman. I think he's still got one in you him. You think he's got one in him? I know. I think yeah. he's got a supporting actor as an older I actor. hope that's true. I think he deserves one. He's great. Michael Heaton mm. is a very good actor. I agree. I'm really glad we talked about this. I will start penning my Michael Keaton vehicle. Great. Too sweet. <laughs> Perfect. It's time. I think it's time. All right. Post taste. This was great, everyone. Good job. Really proud of all of us. Almost all of us. <laughs> I, accept, I accept your disappointment. Hey, I love multiplicity. If I can find oh, it. Oh, good. If I can find it streaming on somewhere, I'm going to watch it tonight. <laughs> you can watch it in like bits and pieces on YouTube. I did. Great. <laughs> all right. Well, this was great. Good job. Have a, have a wonderful <laughs> rest of everyone's day. Happy 2021, Happy 2021. Everyone. Tell your friends about me. <laughs> Don't. I love you. Oh, I love you, Claire. This is so nice. <laughs> you want to get nuts? Let's get nuts. <laughs> Later, everyone. Bye. Your Opinion is Trash is produced by no one. Edited by Matt Jackson with graphic design from Matt Phelan and original music by Kay the Beast. Please subscribe, like, and rate us on all podcast platforms and join our Patreon for more nonsense. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. My new favorite part is when we all fight for the last word.